Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Make me snug. Make me snug. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all new Score North, Score North mobile app. And uh, there's some really interesting Timberwolves rumors out there today. We've spent the first hour on Craig Kimbrell watch, but is it is it uh, Shams that had this report initially yes. about D'Angelo Russell? This originated with Shams from The Athletic. That the Minnesota Timberwolves are very interested, among other teams, in potential restricted free agent D'Angelo Russell. Who? So that guy's gone from throwing teammates under the bus in Los Angeles by... Who is, who is his teammate that he took a... He like took a picture. No, he took or, a, a video uh, a of video like, of Swaggy P yeah. admitting to cheating on Iggy Azalea. <laughs> That's Bra- right, and sent it out. About to, it. Yeah. I felt awful for Swaggy P. By the way, <laughs> well, guy kind of kind of had what was coming to that's him. That's a that's a tough situation for me to judge on because, like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that if you're Swaggy P. But at the same time. It's none of your business if you're if you're D'Angelo Russell. It's yeah. certainly not your place to be diamond out your boy like that and your teammate. So D'Angelo, it's not cool. The though. much more mature version of D'Angelo. Now that he's I'm sorry, in Rami, what? Brooklyn. <laughs> what? I'm confused. What did you just say? Judge filming Rami. I'm filming Rami. Talk. Okay, so Rami. Um, Basically, I'm saying both guys shouldn't have done what they did. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. I think that's very fair. Thank you. So the uh, presumably much more mature version of D'Angelo Russell. Jumped up to career highs in all kinds of categories this year. He went from being just kind of a borderline bust of a number two overall pick from a few years ago to being a 21 points per game, seven assists, four rebounds, and 37% from three-point range. He was one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. And long story short, Brooklyn has a conundrum. So Brooklyn probably didn't expect D'Angelo Russell to turn into an all-star who put up these numbers this year. All the talk we've heard about Brooklyn is they've got $40 million in cap space if they want it. They're after Kyrie. They might be able to, because max players are going to be like $30 million, but maybe they can pull a couple strings and get two max players, right? Swing a couple trades. But, whoa, D'Angelo Russell became really good, but he's not like Kyrie Irving good or Jimmy Butler good, but he's only 23 years old. So basically, teams like the Timberwolves, according to this report, are looking over and saying, well, he's going to be a restricted free agent. They have two choices. They can either get rid of him or make him a restricted free agent. And the, the choice is a no-brainer. And so 
if Brooklyn's not willing to play poker on D'Angelo Russell, you could offer him a contract that they can't match. You might have to overpay him compared to what he's worth, but he's already better than Wiggins, and there's almost no way his contract, I don't think, is going to go up to Andrew Wiggins' level uh, expenses. But would you guys have interest if the Timberwolves could clear out some contracts, which is the big question, how, how do we su- Angelo Russell? How do we suppose they go about this? Well, this is the beauty of it. So first of all, I would be interested in D'Angelo Russell as long as Andrew Wiggins wasn't also on the team because I don't think you can have volume scorers like that all over the place that are weak on defense. So I'm interested in D'Angelo Russell as long as I've got like wing defender guy over here in Covington and, and Wiggins isn't playing at all. Um, but the beauty of this is we don't know what Gerson Rosas is capable of. This is just like when Derek Falvey and Thad Levine took yeah. over the Twins right. and it was like, what are they going to do? Are they going to... Do they like Maurer? Do they not? Are they going to trade players? Are they going to sign free agents? And they've been pretty aggressive on these one-year deals. We don't know what Gerson Rosas... And by the way, Gerson Rosas hired the guy who created the trade machine on ESPN.com. So they're probably really just, cool, by the they way. just sit there all day and they plug trades into this guy's trade machine that's now on ESPN.com. <laughs> and I just find it really interesting because it, you'd see a report like this in years past and you'd be like, there's no way Tom Thibodeau's creative enough to get rid of money that he spent to bring in D'Angelo Russell. But... I don't. I don't think these guys are incapable of a move like that. They could look at the Rubik's cube differently. Get rid of Andrew Wiggins for this and this. You know, clear out some money over there. Bring in D'Angelo Russell, and poof. <laughs> I mean, the I, trade magicians. Yeah. I don't know what the salary cap situation was for Houston when when the brain trust that's there now that Rosas came from took over, or if they were in this tough of a spot. But largely, that whole Rockets team. If I mean, basically entirely, that whole Rockets team was built through trades. They found creative ways to acquire talent that they felt other teams weren't maximizing. And so maybe you have to get another team involved. Maybe it has to be a three- or a four-way trade to unload the contracts that you'd need to unload to make room for D'Angelo Russell. But I I would think that if if there's interest there, if there's mutual interest from Russell and the Wolves, that Gerson Rosas has a way in mind that this would work logistically. It's just a matter of finding the right partners. How do we go about having a conversation? Because we've talked about this for a long time, but we have never specifically broken it down. If you are going to be the savvy, incredibly smart executive who gets rid of Andrew's contract, how do you go about that, knowing that it even might cause some real short-term hurt for long-term gain? Like, where where does he go... What can you do? And, and again, it takes one team. It doesn't take, you don't need a bunch of teams. You need one team that's a little bit of a sucker and desperate themselves. How do you go about that phone call and that transaction that could basically start you down a path of, of what I would deem potential recovery for your franchise? Wait, so are you? Uh, so I'm saying, I'm saying the first step is that contract. Yeah. It needs to go. And, and, most fans say, well, good luck. It's going to be impossible. But this guy is smarter than most. And, yes. and he's got trade tracker guy now. So if we're going to go down the path of informing people and saying, okay, if you're going to do it, here, here are the steps. What is, what is the step or what is the trade that actually has a snowball's chance in hell of happening? Yeah, it, it's, there's, well, there's a, I think there's two different types of trades, and you can lump in to a lesser degree Jeff Teague because he makes $20 million, and Gorgie Jang is paid for like, is it three more years that that guy's under contract? It's at least two. But you could either find a team with a bunch of cap space that isn't going to be a player in the Kevin Durant sweepstakes and the Jimmy Butlers, like some team with cap space 
not ready to win, not a prime market, etc. And and you would you would exchange Wiggins contract. They would absorb it into their cap space, and then they would you know give you back something minimal. They'd be doing you a favor by essentially just taking on that contract for almost nothing. Right. The other type of trade is, and this is kind of what people were talking about with the Miami Heat and Kelly Olynyk and Deion Waiters. Go find a team with bad contracts that aren't quite as bad, but like you take on a couple slightly lesser bad contracts, and then they take on the reclamation project, and both teams just get the change of scenery trade. I don't think there's a third type of trade. Like I don't think there's a. I don't think any team is going to look at him and say, "Man, Andrew Wiggins is a really valuable piece." Every team is going to look at that as a burden contract and probably just a burden player until right. he proves otherwise. And again, I don't have the access to the the Wolves books and salary cap situation that Garrison Rosas does, nor the brain power or expertise that Garrison Rosas has. But you did but stay at Holiday Inn Express last night. I did stay at Holiday Inn Express last night. But I can't imagine that there is a way to free up enough cap space to go and get a D'Angelo Russell as a restricted free agent without Andrew Wiggins somehow being moved. There isn't enough money not. on the rest of the roster to move around and still put together an NBA roster after acquiring D'Angelo Russell. They, they are at the cap right now, I believe. And and so let's say you get rid of the Teague contract. You still don't have enough then. The real shame of this entire exercise is this. You need, and this is as far from being the truth as possible right now, you need Toronto to stink. If Toronto was a mess... Because he's from Toronto. Because he's from yeah. Toronto, it's, he'd be going to Canada, it'd be a sellable thing, right? If you, if they were not good, I think they might be the, the one team where you could call them up and be like, hey, take a chance here. I feel like that was an actual discussion it was as of a couple time. of years ago. It like, was. Maybe they don't want... DeMar DeRozan anymore, and they didn't because they traded into the Spurs. Yes, and we didn't know exactly that that was. But that's it's hilarious that we were talking like maybe they trade DeRozan for Wiggins, and they wind up getting Kawhi Leonard for, for DeRozan. Well, the conversation was <laughs> full of wrong assumptions at the time. <laughs> but that's the, that's too bad because if they if they were in a bad way, that would be the one team that you could possibly yeah. sell them on. This guy can help you sell tickets. Yeah, but it's just it's so interesting that you'd look at this and say, well. Like D'Angelo Russell is going to make twenty plus his cap hold, so like the projected number is twenty one million dollars. But basically, as a restricted free agent, he he someone could come in and offer him a max contract of I don't know what it would be for a twenty three year old with four years experience, probably somewhere in the twenty five to thirty million dollar range. And the Brooklyn Nets would then have to come in and say, "All right, well I guess we match, but now we can't go out and sign another free agent." So it's very likely that somebody's going to sign D'Angelo Russell and the Nets are going to just let him walk because they'd rather take a shot at a Kyrie Irving or somebody. But how do you free that money up? And Gerson Rosas, I'm sure, is sitting back there doing all kinds of number crunching. We'll see. I have faith in the guy. I'm going to give him the benefit do of the too. doubt and I say think, I yeah. have faith in the guy. I do, too. It's going to be a process. Oh, sure. That's fair yeah. to say, right? And you have to trust. It's just going to be a process. You have to trust oh, please the don't. No, 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 no. Please don't. <laughs> please don't, Sam Henke. Please don't trust the process. Uh, the Twins have unveiled another new ticket package here. I might like this it's, one. It's right up Judd's alley. <laughs> I might be a fan. That we have to get to. And Jonathan has put together a little game off of the Major League Baseball draft last night that we're going to dive into All right. when we come back here on the all-new Score North, Mackie and Judd with Rami. All right, thank you, Jonathan Harrison. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North mobile app. And uh, the Twins just announced a brand-new... Ticket deal that's right up Judd Zolgad's alley here. 
First place twins announce first drink on us, presented by Budweiser. $15 access ticket to select June home games and a $10 concession value. Well, it's, it's, it's basically saying, here's a free beer on us. Or if you don't want to spend the $10 on beer, you can buy a hot dog or it's something. It's a voucher. Yeah, it's, give you a, it's voucher, a voucher. Yeah. Yep. yep, so first beer's on us. And um, let's see here. Uh, the tickets can be purchased while supplies last through 10 o'clock p.m. on Thursday, June 6th by visiting twinsbaseball.com slash first drink. And the games are for June 11th and 13th against Seattle and June 25th and 27th against Tampa Bay. Each $15 access ticket purchased through this promotion will come with a $10 loaded value of voucher, which fans can redeem in any Target Field concession, bar, or restaurant location for the beverage or food of their choice. You can take that thing to Baton Barrel. You can take that thing to Herbex. Yeah, just Town Ball, Town Ball Tavern, out to Minnie and Paul's. Yeah. No lack of good bars in that building. No, uh, that is that is true. So the 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 Major League Baseball draft started last night, and uh, it's it's been going on today. So like the Twins, I'm getting this from TwinkieTown.com. The Twins selected Spencer Steer with the 90th pick today. He's a yep. infielder from Oregon. Really liked his tools. What, which tools did you like the best? I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of that. Kid. Oh, the, the, all the tools. All the tools. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Seth Gray, a third baseman from Wright State, they drafted with the 119th selection. Three today. tool player right there. Three tools. Yeah, not five, but three. <laughs> three, just three. Yeah, the speed's not great. What about Will Holland, shortstop oh, from Auburn, with oh. the 149th overall pick? Great name. Yeah, one tool. Great name for sure. Will Holland. That just sounds like a that sounds That's a like a baseball player. Yeah, that's a ball player right there. Will Holland sounds like a name that was like one like on Ken Griffey Junior. Baseball when they only had the copyright to Ken Griffey Junior.'s <laughs> name, and then they had to fill out the roster with <laughs> fake names. Will Holland is like your second baseman for the Indians or something. So I don't know. Jonathan thought it'd be kind of fun because. We like drafts, and we like the Major League draft. We don't know who any of these players are, so Jonathan? Have no idea. Take it away. We've got a game show, boys. What's the game called? Uh, First rounder or pop star? (laughs) (laughs) Love it. All right. There you go. First rounder or pop star? Okay. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, figure out if this person I'm naming is a twins first rounder from years gone by or a obscure pop star I searched the internet for. All right. I got to be honest. I might get some of these having researched twins, terrible draft picks in the past and having done research on pop stars. That's mostly what it is. Extensively. He doesn't want to say that. though. Right. Rami has to sit out this first one because he heard this one in uh, purple daily. Yes. So boys is Billie Eilish a first rounder or a pop star? Wow. Phil, you want to go first? Billie Eilish? Yep. I'm going to say that's I a love pop this game star. already. I don't know. I'm going to say that's a pop star. I'm going to say that's a first-round draft pick uh, with four tools. <laughs> Phil would be right. Ah! Judd would be wrong. <laughs> well, I had to go against you. It's more fun. She's a singer-songwriter. Apparently a popular one. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> from from hundred, the United States? Or? Yeah, a couple hundred million views on okay. YouTube. Where? Who cares about her? I don't know. Okay. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Not the twins. Not the twins. <laughs> I thought she was a three-tool player. Sorry. <laughs> all right. This next one's for all three of you. Okay. Shooter Hunt. Oh, I know this one. Shooter Hunt? I'm going to say uh, first-round pick. Yes! I might actually recluse myself from some of that. I, I, I knew for, that one, too. Okay. Let's, this might be... Phil, can, can you name which college he went to? I can. Oh, I think. boy. Tulane? Yes. Oh! 
Whoa! I want to recluse myself. Whoa. That was impressive. We have a nerd warning. Wow. A 2008 first round pick right. by the Minnesota Twins. He was a right-handed pitcher. I'm out of the game. Wow. This is we funny. have a we have a nerd in the studio. <laughs> if this was a watch, I wouldn't have been so demonstrative. <laughs> All right. Round three. Mario Vasquez. Mario Vasquez. I think I know this. I'm going to say draft pick? I believe it's a draft pick. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was a runner-up in the fourth season of American Idol. Oh, Mario. That's right. <laughs> wow. I gambled on the fourth well, season of American a, Idol. He was a shortstop in the GCL just two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of who's the guy? They got a, they, they got a Vasquez in yeah. one of those, tra- like the Delman trade Javier or something. Vasquez maybe, not Mario. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just throwing out names. No, I'm serious. <laughs> By the way, Judd's over so far. <laughs> Phil and I each have one. Judd's over on this. I'm sort of proud of it, too. Someone's keeping score. I'm sort of proud of it, score. too. I would be, too. <laughs> All, All right. right. <laughs> Next up, Enrique Morales. Ooh. Oh, man. I could be feel like first round he, pick or pop star. I feel like is this the is the answer a trick. to any of these yes. Just both. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, boy. You want me to go? go first, Judge? Yeah. I'm going to say that that is a. I'll stick with baseball player. Are that's you, a first round draft. That's are a you first recusing round yourself from this one, Phil? I'm going to jump in because I don't I know. I think he knows I, this one. I'm going to say. I'm going to say that's a. That's a baseball player. Yeah. I'm going to say pop star. Rami would be the only one correct there because oh, Enrique Morales man. is more famously known as Ricky Martin. Oh, wow. Oh, you fool, you fooled okay, us. You're tricky, wow. tricky. Wow. I tricky. Am, I'm still over, by the way. <laughs> yes, you are. Sort of. I'm very All right. Proud. Next up. Paul Powell. Oh, man. That's my next door Paul neighbor. Powell <laughs> just sounds like yeah, a quad say, A first baseman, I'm going right? to say baseball, yeah. He's got to be a baseball Powell. player. Good. I'm going to say Paul Powell. It's I, be a baseball I think player. you've done it again, and it's somebody that changed their name for a rock star purposes. I'm, I'm going to say rock star. I don't know about Judd. the first part of Judd's answer, but I'm with Judd. It's a, It's got to be a pop star. Judd's remaining 0 for here. Oh, no. The baseball player? <laughs> that was the you 1969 the- first-round pick <laughs> by the Minnesota Twins. You baseball player Paul Powell? Awesome. Paul Outfielder Powell. from Arizona State. You know State. what? I'm, wow. done. I'm done with this game. <laughs> it's gone from being fun to now I'm just frustrated. <laughs> All right, Judd, let's These see if we can get this one. too, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brian Okers. Oh, I know this one. You do? It's not fair. You're recusing yourself okay. then? Yes. Judd was big into boy bands in the late 70s. <laughs> He's sure I'm this gonna, was a member of the Monkees. That sounds like a country singer. I'm going to say I'm going to say pop star. You'd be wrong. Damn it. He was a pitcher. The Twins yes. drafted, and he was a big-time prospect at one time. 1982 first-round pick, left-handed pitcher out of Wichita State. But then his career went downhill, and he didn't make it in the big leagues. <laughs> so he became a country star. You were right. <laughs> All right. Sean Colvin. I know this one. I'll recuse myself. Isn't Sean Colvin uh, <laughs> yes. from, like, the 90s? Yeah, very popular. Sonny came yes. home. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I knew that. She's a two-time Grammy winner. Okay. <laughs> that was a good song. I like Sunny Came Home. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, Sha- that's a she? Yeah. Sean yeah. Colvin yeah. is a nice she? Sonny came I saw home her once. Songs in the system if you want to listen to it. <laughs> I saw her live once. Really? Yeah, good stuff. Good, okay. good stuff? Good stuff. Yeah, it was good I stuff. just remember I worked in a CD store for a while when those were still a thing. And I just remember, like, I would alphabetize the CDs all the time. That was part of my duties. And I just remember 
the label for the Sean Colvin like compartments <laughs> in the shelves that we had. That's the only reason. Never, never that. tempted you to, to no, bust it open. Not and, at all. Uh, not at all. <laughs> all right, boys. Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth. Yes. I think. I think uh, that's a pop star. I almost said porn star. <laughs> well, we could play that game too. For my head is. But then I would do very well. It's almost six o'clock after all. Yeah. Actually, if we if we did this game and just replaced either category with porn star from the eighties, <laughs> Joe might ace it. Joe rides the table. <laughs> yep. Tommy Every Byron. Time. Tommy Byron. Um, um, I'm I'm gonna go with baseball player. <laughs> what is that guy's name? What, what, what you I, I just name Tom Byron. Porn star. I listen. I, what, what, my what, knowledge of eighty. How many tools does Tom Byron possess? <laughs> well, he was just a one tool player. That's all that mattered. <laughs> Was it Joey Silvera? I, I could go through a whole list. <laughs> On the 2080 scouting scale, yeah. that one tool was an 80. No, 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 exactly. <laughs> Worth the price of admission, Phil. Charlie Puth sounds like a baseball player. I'm a baseball player. Rami, you you know this one, right? I do. All yes. right, you'd be wrong. It's a singer-songwriter. Let's do one more. <laughs> All right, Armando Perez. Armando Perez. Not, I've had I'm going to say uh, draft pick. All right, I'll go pop star. I'll go draft pick. Any boys listen to Pitbull? Because that would be him. Mr. 305? Mr. 305. Mr. Worldwide? Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. The answer is I tried not to. (laughs) Fair enough. Man. So, uh, all right, Major League Baseball drafts got that going for it. That was fun. (laughs) That's a fun game. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. It's a really fun game. Man. Um, did you guys get into the, the this on on the Scorno Twin show today? Like, why can't you just trade? If you wanted to just trade five draft picks for Madison Bumgarner, yes, you went to the Giants and said, "Hey, you know what? We're not going to give you Royce Lewis, but we'll give you our next two years first round picks, and then any other three picks you want." That you just can't do that in baseball. We did get into that. Should baseball allow that? And we got a call, Pat from Golden Valley. Oh. Who for the second day in a row? You guys, in not so many words, idiots. Called me a moron and said, "You're, you're what? What was it? His exact phrase at the end? Your, oh, your, th- your, your hypotheses again are fatally flawed. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, what were his main points of contention? That baseball. Well, his main points were baseball won't allow it because then guys who are about to be drafted could say, "I'm not going to play for you." Trade my pick, trade your pick to this team, but that's a problem now, right? Like if Oakland be, yeah. threatens to draft me and I don't want want to play in Oakland, Eli Manning. Yeah, no, but in baseball, if you if you say, okay, Twins, if you draft me, that's fine, but I'm not playing there. I can still go to college if I'm a high school kid. So that's happening. I don't to think the that changes before. it. Yes, yeah. Pat essentially said they didn't want to give that much power to agents and high school. Kids. And I say, and my point is. Who cares? I want this stuff to be more fun for fans. Well, wait a second. But couldn't you? I don't understand what that. I can, I can see if like you were going to trade a guy that you just drafted today, and then now that player who hasn't signed yet says, "Well, wait a second. That's why they put. I think it's a ninety day period where you can't trade these guys. But what? I, explain his point. What if I wanted to trade my two thousand twenty first round pick right now? He can for explain Madison it next because I'm not quite sure. I don't know if I, want I to lost him. track. You don't want to ask but, him why not? Are you afraid? Like, no, I'm not afraid. I'm just like, you know, is it even because he'll claim Phil's on dope then, and it'll get really ugly like it did yesterday with me. But my listen, let's make this more fun. I get the fact the the inherent problem of this draft is fans don't know these players. Totally get that. Not going to change. This is never going to be football or basketball. 
But wouldn't it have been fun last night and far more compelling if Manfred had gotten up to, to the podium at pick 13 and said, the Minnesota Twins have just traded this pick to the Giants? Yeah. Like, give me something. that I went home and watched 13 picks. And Phil, all it is is this. Team, selection, analysis of guy. And then it's like Harold Reynolds stumbling through analysis of a player that he's never watched right. and doesn't have any idea. Exactly. Yeah. So why, I like Harold Reynolds. But. but why not give fans a chance to say, my team stinks or is good, but but they have the chance to benefit from a draft night trade? It would be fun. And, I, and for me, it's less about like making draft night interesting and more about, I'm just curious as to why, if I, if I wanted to trade my first 10 picks in next year's draft for Trevor Bauer, and the Indians were like, sure, we'll take 10 more cracks at a star play, at another Francisco Lindor or another stud player. Yep. My only, from on the surface, my only point of contention, like arguing that idea would be, how do you fill out your minor league system if you just don't have 10 draft picks? Or if you don't have five well, draft picks? You, you just go find guys off the street, basically, or right? Or be smarter. Yeah. Like, you you don't have to trade your 10 picks. But if you've got a first-round pick and and... You're the Twins, and you are really good, and you can go to the Giants and make a trade that is immediately going to improve you for 2019, and the draft pick is part of that compensation package to San Francisco. Why not? The other thing, and and this is baseball's biggest problem that we talked about, it's very simple. Baseball doesn't understand that football and basketball benefit by making their sport compelling off the court and field. Like, baseball's all about, right, games mm-hmm. and players and what they're doing. But it's not about it's not about guys being traded as much now. The wintertime has become incredibly boring. Crickets in the wintertime. They don't understand. Look at uh, football and basketball do a marvelous job of making their sport compelling. Reckless speculation. Bingo. Yeah. It's amazing. You could, you could have made the case... I know Bryce Harper was a free agent, Manny Machado. So, like, those guys were the two best free agents. But you can make a case that the best, for sure, the best pitching free agent, Craig Kimbrell, that, like, the fact that he's still sitting out nine months later is so amazing. That if, if, if Kirk Cousins, let's, make, let's, let's put Kirk Cousins in that category. That if, Kirk, if it was week 12 or week 8, well, I guess it would be, like, week 6 because we're not quite to the halfway point. Yeah. And there's just a dude sitting in free agency that every team would get better by adding, and he's not on a team. Impossible in other sports. It's impossible. Would it never would, happen. Would, it would never, ever happen. And the flip side of that is, how far are we removed from the end of the Timberwolves season? What, less than a month since their season officially ended? Yeah, but, two, but almost two months. And we have stuff like the D'Angelo Russell rumor to, to discuss today. Yeah. And stuff like that happens all the time in the NBA. There's always buzz there's always storylines off the court. Same thing with the NFL. The way that they set up their calendar to make for events when there aren't actual football games going on to drum up buzz and interest in their sport when it's not actually being played is why these sports are so popular. It the sport the product itself obviously has a lot to do with it, but creating some buzz around that product, any product thrives on that and depends on that. And young fans love that stuff. And I don't blame them. It's fun. When when Harper can sit there for months, eventually you, you just say, I don't care now. That's a real problem. And baseball doesn't, they don't get that. 
they just see, seem to be stuck in, well, but th- this is our process. But your process is boring. It's boring fans. And a guy like, like me who's near 50 might say, okay, but I still I still love baseball, right? But if you're a 25-year-old kid who's addicted to uh, Twitter and and rumors and things like that, at some point in time, you're just like, everything about your sport's boring. Yeah. Your games are pretty boring at times. Uh, Chad tweeted in earlier when we were talking about this on the Score North Twins show, and uh, he tweeted in a gif of, I don't know who the player was, but I'm guessing it was a high school football player, and you know how they pick their school on their on their signing day, and they'll sit at a table, and they have like four hats in front of them, and they'll grab a hat and put it on, or, you know, juke you and pretend they're putting on a hat and grab another one and put it on. If I'm Major League Baseball, I try and set up some kind of event in the offseason where I have like my top five free agents all sitting at a table or sitting in the same room with hats in front of them, and you have to be signed by this day, and we will announce who you signed with on this day at this event. That would be awesome. Just make something of it. Yeah. So Create you, some buzz around your sport. So then you could you could have, like, like, Manny Machado gets up there, and it's Yankees, it's Dodgers, it's Padres, mm-hmm. which is where he went, which right. is weird. And then it's like the and the Rays are just always a fourth cap. Even though, <laughs> even though just you to know, screw with yeah. Rays fans, <laughs> just a trolling cap. <laughs> Be hilarious. Uh, all right, we'll wrap with Royce when we come back here and get his thoughts on the latest Craig Kimball rumors that are out there from Joel Sherman regarding the Minnesota Twins. But Luther Brookdale Toyota six ninety four and Brooklyn Boulevard. Uh, and wow, easy for me to say. Okay Brooklyn there? Boulevard. Bombas, you're I'm almost ha- in Bombas. I'm having a medical emergency. On the- <laughs> Bamba Bamba Boulevard in Bamba Soda. Welcome to Bamba Soda, home of Luther Brookdale Toyota. Zero uh, percent financing for sixty months on the Highlander, the Tundra, and the Sienna. This ends on Monday. So you want spaciousness? You want power? You want four wheel four wheel drive with that Highlander, the Tundra? Zero uh, percent financing for sixty months. I opted last week for a Rav Four XLE. Love it. Love all the bells and whistles. I love just every year they're adding new safety features. I mean, the car can pretty much drive it. So I feel like the car is doing me a favor by just like letting me drive it a little bit. You know, it's got uh, like swerving protection and blind spot protection, all that stuff. It's like I, we know you're an idiot, and uh, we'll just we'll just make sure you're safe, Phil. But stop in, get a test drive on one of those Highlanders, Tundras, or Siennas, or the Rav Four experience like I have now. 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard, LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. All right. Thank you, Jonathan. Patrick Royce, you know Joel Sherman at all from the New York Post? Yes, I know Joel, yes. Do you find him to be credible? I think he is fairly credible, yes. yes. He says, he he summarizes, the article is worth reading. It's mostly about Keuchel, but he tweets kind of a summary of his New York Post piece from this afternoon. Some thoughts and theories on why Keuchel has yet to sign. Most common speculation I got from the industry is that Keuchel is headed to the Yankees and Kimbrell to the Twins. It was mainly speculation, though. One exec said Kimbrell is a twin priority. Your thoughts? Uh, well, that would be, uh, yeah, I think Kimbrell would be better for the Twins. I, I, and, and more of a sure thing. I, I'm not, you know, Keuchel... I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big fan of slot ballers, so uh, it, it would be possible. Now I saw something a little while ago about the Braves too. So uh, you know, Kimball was there at one time, and maybe going back, but he might end up uh, he might end up getting a bidding contest out of this thing yet, huh? 
Yeah, do you think the price is, is still going up for these guys? Because we talked to Dan Hayes earlier Not today on Geico. the Twins show, and he said they're still waiting for better offers. Wouldn't the best offers have come in by now, would you think, Pat? Uh, well, I, I, I have no idea. I really don't. I mean, Geico, I would think, could do it. You know, the word was out last week that if you'd give him the $18 million prorated, which means he'd get, what, 11 something like that, he'd sign for a one-year deal. And Kimball, um, you know, Kimball might still be getting better offers. I don't know, because bullpen, bullpen arms are, uh, are the priorities of a, of a whole bunch of teams. So, you know what I'd really hate to see, though? Uh, him him added to the Yankee bullpen. That wouldn't be good, would it? <laughs> no, and the, but according to Joel, Joel Sherman said that the Yankees and the Mets are both out on Craig Kimbrell. So, I don't know. Okay. Well, I would think it's going to cost you 60 for three, right? Isn't it? You think it's going to be that high? Yeah, I, I would think so. I it might I mean, be more like 45. Up. No, that was the rumor in spring training, right? 45 for three. And Shortly after, yes. So, yes, yeah. late March. Yeah. But who knows? I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I would guess what it is is uh, uh, you sign for two and the player has an option for the third year. You know, the, the player can pick up the option, not the team, uh, with something like that. But but I have no idea. Uh, if, uh, but, uh, you know, it, it certainly would uh, ruin the twins image. However, that so many people love to, uh, love to grasp a hold of if they were to sign him. That's for sure. I like what but you, don't I, I like you dunked on somebody on Twitter the other day. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe this be the same old poll ads if they don't sign Kimbrell. And I believe you said, well, yeah, maybe they'd be better than 40 and 18 if they had spent some <laughs> yeah, money in the right, off season. Yeah, I said that. I said if the cheapos had spent some money, they would have gotten off to a good start this year, you know. So <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the more they look at that bullpen, the more nervous they get, don't you? I mean, you got Taylor Rogers, and you know Trevor May is not nearly what they'd hoped he'd be, and uh, you know how good's Parker, Parker Pat? ended up AAA Parker's. How good is he? Huh? He's How good mediocre. is Parker? See that's that's the problem. That's the problem there. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other thing about getting Kimbrel instead of Keuchel is you can he can be pitching for you in in two weeks, right? He can be in the big leagues in ten days or four two weeks. A starter might take a month. So uh, you know you, you you get him sooner would be would be part of the deal there too. So. That would be another thing. He's, he's supposed to be, uh, A, I hate the chicken wing. B, I wonder if he's still wearing the ratty beard, uh, the really ratty beard. Uh, he, there's, there's things there's things in his personal appearance I don't like, but, uh, I mean, if he'd help your bullpen, I guess you'd have to put up with him. He loves your personal and appearance. It, I don't know where this animosity comes I, from. Well, I, uh, you know, I don't walk around looking like, uh, try not to look like a homeless guy like he does. So I shouldn't say that. There's nothing wrong with looking like a homeless guy. If you, but if there certainly you know, isn't. You, you, I do it sometimes. It, certainly, uh, you know, if you're going to make 50, 60 million, you, should, you know, get a haircut. Come on. Let's go. Is that what you're thinking anyway. every time you walk past me in the hallways, Pat? <laughs> Yo, homeless looking. I, I long hair. I think that uh, you're probably not making as much as Kimbrel's going to make. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. But let's get her going here, though. Let's. What are we waiting for? Let's. That's let's what I want to know. 
you know, yeah, I mean, let's, let's, why doesn't he make up his mind? I don't know who his agent is. Boris is a Keiko's a Boris guy, but I don't know who got who has Kimbrel. So, yeah. I don't know. He's going to have a hard time uh, accepting the fact that uh, I, I heard he was really grumpy <laughs> about this whole thing. So it'll be interesting. But you, uh, you know, you put him in the clubhouse, and, and you uh, count on uh, Rocco and the boys to handle him, yeah. uh, not to not to let it turn into the cesspool it was last year with uh, Morrison and Lynn. So. so, Pat, I missed the end of the Score North Twin Show today, the first place Score North Twin Show, and I was I, I want to throw the same question out: If I want to trade six draft picks for Madison Bumgarner, why won't baseball let me? Uh, I tried to tell uh, your two uh, partners that uh, it's a completely different thing than it's a non-salary cap sport. It is a sport where you're dealing with 50 or 60% high schoolers, and they do not want to get in a situation where the agents can not only can tell you that uh, I'm going back to – I'm going to go to LSU instead of sign with your team if you don't give me this much. They also don't want to be dealing with agents who say, uh, well, you know, uh, trade me. I, I don't, I, you know, trade us to the Yankees and then we'll, uh, then, then I'll sign, uh, trade me. To, they don't want these kids that are coming out of high school to be making demands to be traded and stuff like that, or they're not going to sign. They're going to go back to high school. It's not, you know, the NFL, you got to take what you can take because it's a, it's a salary cup cap sport. You're, you know, you're in the draft. You can't get out of it in the major league baseball draft. Uh, if you're, if you're, you know, you can get out of it. You can just not sign. So I just think it'd be fun to have a team go uh, Mike Ditka on a draft and say, yeah, we, we want about. Trevor Bauer. We'll give you 20 picks in next year's draft. <laughs> no, I think it's uh, I think it's a completely different animal and that they don't want to put uh, teams in a situation, players in a situation where they can all say, I don't want to play for Oakland. I don't want to play for Miami. You're going to have to trade me, blah, blah, blah. I think the, the, the reason this started in the first place, as I told the guys today, was that they didn't, uh, you know, that you couldn't trade, is they didn't want the Yankees given the Kansas back in the old days, the, you know, the Kansas City A's, you know, some lousy player and, uh, you know, a million dollars for, uh, you know, for the number one overall draft choice. This was, this was intended to, uh, the, the reason the draft was invented was to uh, try to uh, balance competition a little bit. I don't know if it succeeded, but that's why it was, uh, that's why it was, uh, it came about uh, to, uh, to spread out the talent more. And, uh, you know, that's, I, I don't think they're going to, I think Manford probably agrees with you. He'd like to have it happen, but the teams don't want to let the agents have that kind of power, I don't think. Hey, what's coming up on Royce on baseball? Well, we have a nice, tidy uh, interview with uh, Tom Kelly. Uh, we covered many, many topics, and uh, I don't know, I don't know what Manny did with it. But we had, I think, twenty-seven minutes, <laughs> and then we have, uh, and then we have uh, Kirchin, who was, by the way, I don't. Kirchin and I were both in the same place this week. I was in there last week. I was in. Uh, Oklahoma City, of course, for the softball, and Tim's there right now, and we talked to him a little about his impressions of that, but then general baseball stuff, too. So Awesome. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it'll be good. It's good. Awesome. All right, Pat. See you tomorrow. See you, yep. Royce. See you Thanks, Pat. Bye. All right.
Yeah, can we just a cheap plug real quick? So he went 27 minutes, and you'll hear it in five minutes here on Score North. But we have a five-day-a-week twin show that also includes Royce on baseball and Glenn Perkins on baseball and Patrick going a half hour with Tom Bleep and Kelly pretty much every single week and Glenn for an hour just sharing stories and spewing knowledge and then whatever nonsense all of us bring to the whole thing five days a week too. Nobody's doing Twins coverage like Score North. No, in fact, we tripled, thanks to you guys, Twins fans and listeners, from April to May, tripled the download numbers of the Score North Twin Show. The Score North First Place Twin That's Show. That's awesome. Thanks in part to the Twins for being awesome I was and interesting. Say, they're helping yeah. our cause. So we, us more. For the first time you, in a long time, the oh. Twins are really helping our cause. We've yeah. added on to the name of the show, by the way. Did you guys not get the memo? No. I don't know if I have the power to do this, but I did. It's now the Score North First Place Twins show live from Bombasota, Land of 10,000 Rakes. Okay. Yeah. Trademark. Trademark that. Yeah. How's that shirt going to work? Front and back. It's like, well, it's no different than having like Minkiewicz on the back. It's like Hildenberger. It's like, it's on the front. It says, welcome to Bombasota, dot, dot, dot. On the back, it says Land of 10,000 By the Rakes. way, the Twins have stolen that. I saw the first game of, of the upcoming homestand next Tuesday night. There's a Bomba Soda, Bomba Soda shirt squad. No, shirt Bom- Bomba squad. Bomba squad Bomba shirt squad. Yeah. Which, by the Well, way, they was... can't steal Bomba Soda because that would be ours. I was the first to uh, <laughs> great come to up with bomb there. squads. I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, so you maybe are being infringed upon. Probably. You know what, though? I mean, the twins can do their Bomba squad thing, but this is Bomba Soda. Welcome to Bomba Soda. Greetings from Bomba Soda. Mm-hmm. Home of the Bomba what squad. What does Rosario want exactly? He likes Bomba squad. Because but he, he sees that in, as his team. Yeah, but he lives in Bomba Soda. Right, but he's, he sees that as his team is the Bomba Squad. Yeah, this, but this but is the, the land of Bomba, Bomba Soda. Soda. Okay, I get it's you. the land of Bomba Soda. I got you. Yeah. By the way, uh, bonfire.com slash Bomba Soda if you want a Bomba Soda t-shirt. And we're going to unveil some more designs later this week. We're going all in. I'll nice. take one. Some people are asking for It's Happening shirts. That might be happening, too. It's happening. Is happening? The shirts might be back. Okay. I'm just saying. You just really want to go down that path again? The show. Might be tempting fate. <laughs> Cut the brakes. Well, Gad, um, I'll talk to you later. Bye.